0: Welcome to CRE Fast Five and today's discussion on single-tenant net lease medical office properties. I'm Carly Iacono. We spend a lot of time discussing net lease retail because it's such a high-volume segment of the net lease market, but single-tenant net lease investments cover many asset classes. Today's episode will zero in on net lease medical office and perhaps open your eyes to a less talked about part of the market. Let's go. It's hard to conceptualize how much the US actually spends on healthcare. In 2020, US healthcare spending was $4.1 trillion. Of that massive number, roughly 20%, or $809 billion, was from physician and clinical services. Now, you could argue that 2020 was a unicorn year for healthcare, but in fact, the growth rate in spending was only moderately higher for physician services than in years prior. Add an aging population to our current spend patterns, and the forecast for physician services is off the charts. Currently about 54 million Americans are over the age of 65, the latest census shows. By 2030, that number will rise to 74 million. So it's easy to conclude that the demand for healthcare services is only going to intensify. Now on to the investment side of the equation. Single tenant medical office buildings are, well, office buildings, and they're not quite as quick to evaluate and compare as, say, your standard CVS. The leases can vary substantially. First, when reviewing a single tenant opportunity, understand if the building is occupied by one practice or many practices wrapped into one master lease. Next, you'll need to understand who is backing the lease. Is it an individual, an established group of doctors, or a hospital system? Third, you'll want to dive into the future plans of the group as much as possible. How long has the practice been established? Do the doctors have a succession plan in place if they're nearing retirement? Are they in growth mode? Now, unless the asset you're considering is a sale leaseback, indicating the seller is also operating the business at the time of sale, some of the aforementioned information may be very difficult to ascertain. Do your best to get comfortable with the practice. Fourth, you'll want to review the condition of the building, both inside and out, and thoroughly understand any landlord responsibilities. Remember that something being marketed as triple net may still have capital improvements such as roof and structure as a landlord responsibility. Additionally, a net lease property may require you as the property owner to perform the maintenance and then get reimbursed by the tenant. So who is practically responsible for things like snow plowing can be different than who is financially responsible. Read your lease carefully. All in all, medical office tends to be a very sticky use, meaning the tenants do not move. Now the sheer cost of fitting out a new building is a significant disincentive to relocating. The extensive plumbing and electrical fit out alone is substantial, not to mention the rebranding that would be required. So basically doctors tend to stay put. Additionally, this is a sector that's proven to be recession-proof and very stable. Last year, medical office landlords collected more than 95% of rent due, according to the data firm Revista LLC. Finally, medical rents are trending higher, especially in concentrated areas around hospital systems, as new development has simply not kept up with tenant demand. Rents trending higher translate to a stronger long-term outlook for investors. Now, with any asset class, evaluating the opportunity on an individualized basis it's crucial to sound investing. But as a sector, single tenant net lease medical office may be something you've been missing. That was CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Ayakono. I'll see you soon.